Welcome back to the trade. This is Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you guys again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and the hashtag BananaCats. How are you, Drew? I'm all right, G. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Happy to be back, ready to get into this podcast. So I came across this just like now, literally. It's from the New York Post. New York Post is talking about it. They're giving their opinion. I guess a new Instagram for, you know, kids under like 13 would create a paradise for you know who's is the title. We'll link it in the description so you guys can read it for yourselves. But this is ever since it's launched back in 2010, Instagram has forbidden any child under the age of 13 from using it. But now Facebook, which bought the social media platform in 2012, is developing an Instagram 2.0 that specifically targets use under that age threshold. I guess the company post obtained by BuzzFeed News last month Instagram's director of product cheerily declares that the company will be building a new youth pillar within the community. Product group to focus on two things, accelerating our integrity and privacy work to ensure the safest possible experience for teens and building a version of Instagram that allows people under the age of 13 to safely use Instagram for the first time. Says, but don't worry, folks, the new Insta will be run by parents. Considering an average parent is exhausted and overworked, claiming they have just 32 minutes to themselves every day, the idea that this new app will be continuously monitored by moms and dads is laughable. Furthermore, underage children are already getting onto social media without their parents' consent. Today, today the majority of young children own a cell phone by the age of seven or a tablet. And most children develop habits by the age of nine of going on these apps. And the results are sometimes disastrous. Earlier this month, a 12-year-old boy died after taking part in a blackout challenge seen on an app. Instagram's plans to recruit a younger audience is especially worrying, considering it is one of the most popular sites for you-know-whos. I mean, we've caught people on there... I've seen a lot of other decoys who have decoy profiles, and I've checked them out. Really good decoy profiles are out there, by the way. I mean, they're everywhere, so why wouldn't they not be on here? And I don't really want to read the rest of the article. It's just a lot of, like, their opinion, which is a lot of the same of our opinion. I just want to talk about it. Just, I mean, do you think it's a good idea, Drew? No, we were we we actually had almost a pre-podcast because of this whole subject. It, like, totally put the podcast in another direction tonight but it's totally fine i love that type of stuff not that i love the subject but i love the energy coming from it it's a it's a nightmare like how we were talking about this the amount of information you would have to give up to verify that your child is your child would be probably even more than your banking info which is just asinine that is just completely crazy to get your child onto instagram which would still not be monitored by anybody i just don't get what they're doing what the plan is who is who 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 voted this in like 
I, um, I just have more questions than I do. Like it, it just confuses me. It conf it like angers me in a way, but it kind of just is like more like where at what point did the yes men just all say this all the way to the top? Like, yeah, this is a green light. Let's go with this. Yeah, we de we definitely should do more research. We should see who yesed this, right? Who who put this as top priority, you know? And that is a good place to start. Like, who's in charge of this project right now? Um, because you might just be a weirdo. <laughs> might just be a weirdo. Uh, anyway, see, I think it's a horrible idea. Just everything that you said just sums it all up. But also, imagine being a parent and be like, oh, yeah, Timmy, we're going to sign you up to Instagram 2.0 today. And then going on there and then Instagram being like, yeah, let's see your form of ID. Let's see your family photos. Let's see <laughs> a birth certificate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. That's, so, the that's what I was getting. At. I was like that type of level you would have to give up. Like it's like insane. Not only are you leading Timmy onto a social platform that you deal with and you don't even probably like yourself half to 75% of the time you're giving out that information to who <laughs> and why and like it's just weird all around and i think any parent who provides social media for your children you're not a good parent i just don't think you're a good parent i don't i don't think kids should be on social media and making posts and getting um adrenaline from likes and from shares and from views and not and to mention the depression there. that it causes too in some teens because like... they don't get enough likes or shares or views because so now they're changing how they perceive themselves and act and it's just it's a mess so why it, you don't like it at the end of the day i know there's people out there who's like man you know f facebook f instagram like f linda who she's a karen she just ruined my day you know you, you all have those days so why be like okay here here to your kid and hand that to them like i just don't get it like let them find it on their own you well, know and there's and just then... so much proof of how disastrous social media is just to adults to begin with from i mean really terrible crimes to just the petty fights it causes in families in some cases and it's just like these the kids aren't ready for this most adults aren't ready for this no and that's what instagram said they're getting they're getting the youth ready it's just like no you shouldn't you should wait until they find it on their own they're ready they subject themselves to this stuff and then or parents have conversations with them about social media and if they don't want them on it they don't want them on it they're under their roof but also if you catch your kid on it, you can you can just warn kids like, I don't know, I just wouldn't hand them something that's just meant for, it says it's meant for kids because it's 100% not just going to be children. There's going to be weirdos. So I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know, just like a big target with a bullseye that's like, come here, this is where the kids are. <laughs> just pff, stupid. I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't agree. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese has better security for letting people in and out like you can't even go in there without like kids like you like i don't know it just i don't know who like you said we need to dig in and see if you can find out who's behind this like at instagram or whoever made that i don't know confuses the hell out of me
But I like to see that big news outlets are talking about it. You never know, maybe a big enough backlash when it comes to the news outlets. And then if social media picks it up and like TikTok starts going wild with it, you know how things, it, it's like a domino effect. So hopefully if people have a big enough uproar, maybe it could stop uh, and not not go out. But let's find out who created it. Yeah, I'm going to definitely dig more into that later tonight. I've got an article I've wanted to bring up for actually the last couple of podcasts, but I wanted to talk about it with G because it's, it's, it's a little bit crazy. This uh, came out of Tampa Bay area. It's actually, I believe, out of Fort Lauderdale. The title is Florida teacher offered $200 for sex with two-year-old, police say. Fort Lauderdale, a Florida school district, fired a teacher shortly after a law enforcement report was released Monday saying he offered to pay for a father's motel room if he could sexually molest the man's two-year-old daughter. Xavier Alexander, a fourth-grade teacher at Grove Park Elementary School in Palm Beach Gardens, has been fired. The Palm Beach County School District said in a statement, Alexander, 27, also advertised himself on websites as a babysitter, investigator said. The firing came hours after Palm Beach Sheriff's Office arrest report outlining its case against Alexander were released by the courts. According to the report, a 39-year-old father posted a Craigslist ad on March 26 saying he was looking for someone to split a motel room with for a few days as he waited to move into his new home. He noted in the ad that he had a two-year-old daughter, no weirdos or drugs please, the man added. The man soon received a text from an unknown messenger who eventually asked, would I ever be alone with your daughter? When told no, the messenger replied he would go elsewhere. The father contacted the sheriff's office. Deputies, after reading the text, impersonated the father, text back the messenger, and told him that he could be alone with the girl if he paid for two nights of the motel room. The father and the messenger eventually agreed to meet at the motel on Thursday with the messenger bringing $200. The detective said, they arrested Alexander when he arrived at the door with a condom stashed in his shoe. They say Alexander admitted to sending texts and saying that he had sexual addictions. He denied ever molesting a child. Alexander is being held on a million dollars bail right now. Um, and the school district is providing counseling to Alexander's students and their families, apparently. This is the most up-to-date thing we have on him. But he looks he looks like he could be a decent guy. Like He, he just looks like... Yeah, that could be someone's teacher and someone's beloved teacher, and he's out trying to buy children for two hundred dollars. Two year olds at that. Yeah, that's like that makes it an even extra. Not to say that any of it's dark, but it's just really yeah, dark when just, you start. That's a baby. Like what the? I don't it's... like any of it. I think <laughs> shouldn't even have a bond. You know crazy that's the kind of things that we're up against and that's the kind of thing that ha things that happen every day and just like drew said doesn't look like <laughs> doesn't look like it'd be that kind of guy but it's that kind of guy so well this kind of we say just be aware <clears throat> this actually leads me a little bit into something else we're gonna because this uh this is 57 of them, and we're going to put all the links so you guys can see these faces. There's ages all the way down to, I believe, 21, and they were up into their mid-60s. 
57 arrested in San Joaquin County. Dozens of people were arrested as part of a child sex predator sting throughout San Joaquin County over the last week. In total, 57 people were arrested and 37 were cited over a five-day span from April 12th to the 16th. The San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office said that the operation targeted out-of-compliance sex offenders and persons on probation or parole for sex crimes, sex traffickers, prostitution, pimping, and pandering. Over 100 total officials from, from all assisting organizations were stationed throughout the county and made contact with would-be predators who thought they were talking with minors, authorities said. Probable cause was established and law enforcement officials then set up meetings with each suspect, which resulted in arrests. Of those arrested, 23 faced child predator charges, two faced human trafficking charges, four faced pimping and pandering charges, 16 faced prostitution charges, 19 were arrested for solicitation, six faced weapon charges, 18 were out of compliance sex offenders, and four received traffic citations. The sheriff's office said the operation called more than adequate resulted in more than double the arrests in comparison to the last operation of this type. And then they go on to list the, I mean, it's like the entire state, all the agencies you could think of are involved in this. But like, just like the other guy, you'll go through these 57 pictures of these guys. And some of them, they definitely look like the stereotype. Absolutely. But some of the other ones, it's like, that could be your neighbor. That could be your uncle. Um, there is one woman which is always shocking when I see that. I don't know why I still get shocked when I see him, but there is a woman. She was about, I think she was closer to my age, like 37. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot. 57 people in that area. That's... Yeah. Some San Joaquin County. That is a, that's, that's East of the Bay area. That's like Stockton area 209. It's a, but I mean, if four day span, it is showing that law enforcement is putting in work at least. Yeah, with they're the, doing, I was just going to say that they're doing work. Yeah, that's a kudos to them. That's like with the whole, the, those are what we want to see officers doing is taking care of those type of people because those people are, they're not people. No, and 57 is a large amount of people to just like, it may, I feel like it would make them want to do it more and do it again. And I, I hope they do. I hope. A lot of uh, fires get under some butts out there. Like we've been seeing, it's a very nice to see that ha happening consistently in a lot of different areas. Oh, and just like the uh, the one before that with the teacher, um, kudos to the father who actually contacted the sheriff's department without blowing the cover. And then the fact that they actually took over the role as a decoy, and then like that's that's good police work. That's what we want to people want to see and hear. Like that's awesome. So kudos to both of them. Yeah, and stay safe. So I think that's all for today. Right? Yeah, that's enough horrible news for today, I think. Well, thank you guys for liking, listening, and commenting. We appreciate y'all. Until next time, Banana Cats. Banana Cats, much love. Peace.